grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from the book of Revelation chapter 1. John says, When I saw him, I fell at Jesus' feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. This is the text. Dear friends in Christ, Easter morning in Sri Lanka, bombs exploded in three Roman Catholic churches and in three hotels. Approximately 200 dead and countless injured by a group called the National Thawid Jama'ath, a little-known radical Islamist organization that security officials in Sri Lanka now say carried out the attacks, and they also say that they may have received help from abroad. In France, in the year 2018, they had over 100 churches desecrated and burned, the contents and icons within these churches defecated upon, hacked to pieces. The Palm Sunday before this last Easter saw two deadly explosions in Coptic churches in England, or sorry, Egypt, that left dozens dead. Last Sunday, we prayed for these Christians on Easter morning. But as I prayed and as I thought about it, I have to admit, I was incensed. What is going on in this world? If we call out these things that we see and say that Western civilization, which is primarily based on Christian values, has come into direct conflict with Islam, we are called racists or even alt-right or maybe even terrorists. If we remain silent, we will lose much of what we love about the freedoms that we have in our society. I have to admit, in my sinful nature, my first response is one of violence. Lock and load and fight back against terrorism that has killed so many Christians in this world. The government of Sri Lanka knew that this group was dangerous. They had collected intelligence and knew the whereabouts of its leaders. The government in Sri Lanka had in hand, by April 11th, a security memo which warned of the Catholic Church bombings which were to come. They had been warned even earlier than that by an intelligence group from India that the National Thawi Jama'ath was plotting these church attacks. They knew far as far back as January that radical Islamists tied to this group had stockpiled weapons and detonators. Within hours after these three churches and hotels were bombed, Sri Lankan security services swooped down and grabbed 24 suspects. By Tuesday, the number had grown to 40, suggesting that officials already knew exactly where the group had been operating. So why did the government not do anything? Where are the governments in this world to protect Christians or citizens? Where is the justice, is the thought that came into my mind. In fact, I thought, where is God in all of this? It may seem strange to have this as a backdrop for an Easter sermon in which we celebrate joy in the risen Christ. But as the reading from the book of Acts so clearly shows today, that Peter and the apostles and the church at that time were also simply doing what God had called them to do, much like the churches in Egypt and Sri Lanka. Until, as Luke records, but the high priest rose up and all who were with him, that is the party of the Sadducees, and filled with jealousy, they arrested the apostles and put them into public prison. The enemies of God's people, the enemies of God's bride, the church, 
have always been there. Be it Satan who opposes God's people, or other religions who oppose God's people, or people from who in the church within our own ranks oppose God's people. Or what about governments that are not concerned with religious freedoms? They very often oppose God's people. The enemies of Christ have always been around to subvert the church and oppress and slay her people. In the book of Acts, Stephen, even as the Pharisees prepare to stone him, he says, Was there ever a prophet that your fathers did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one, and now you have betrayed and murdered him. Jesus says, All that do not know him are thieves. And he says, what do thieves come to do? Well, thieves come to steal and kill and destroy. We should be incensed at the persecution of Christ's church. We should seek justice and desire it, but we should not be surprised at the persecution of Christ's church. As Jesus says, if the world hates you, keep in mind, it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. It looks like we will lose and continue to be trampled under the feet of people who do not believe. History points in one direction for the church, whether it be in the Colosseum at Rome to be torn apart by beasts or torn apart by bombs in our own places of worship. We are to the enemies or to the people of this world, the walking dead. History both ancient and recent, would prove to dampen our Easter spirits. Except, except that Jesus has risen from the dead and he has won us salvation. Our God does not do things like the world does them and he certainly does not do things like our sinful nature wants, us to, wants him to do them. Where we would fight violence with violence, our Lord says this, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Where we would pull out our swords, Jesus says, put your sword back in its place, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. If our blood is to be shed, so be it. For he who loves us has freed us from our sins by the shedding of his blood and made us a kingdom and priests to our God and Father. Why do you need not fear, no matter what comes? The book of Revelation encourages us, recounting when John sees the Son of Man in his, all his glory and ferocity, he falls down at Jesus' feet like a dead man. This corrupt creature, John the Apostle, falls down as if dead in the glory of the sinless Son of God. But the Son of Man places his hand on John, his gracious hand, and says, Fear not, fear not. For I am the first and the last, the living one. I died and behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and Hades. You see, we are not the walking dead, but we are the truly living. Living in Christ without fear of death, for our Lord has conquered death by his own death and opened to us the gates of everlasting life by rising from the dead. Jesus says, Fear not. And I think in my own mind, really? Really, should I have no fear even though the devil would see us slain? The world wants us dead and our own flesh conspires against us to betray us? Yes, fear not. 
For the Lord is the first and the last and the living one, and he died, and behold, he is alive forevermore, and so shall we live forever. What shall we do then? What shall we do with those persecutors who hate us so much? Jesus says in the gospel lesson for today, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone their sins, they are forgiven. We will not win to Christ those who persecute us with sword or spear, but we will win them with the Spirit who gives us the power to forgive in Christ's name. You see, Easter changes everything. In Christ, we can love those who hate us and pray for those who persecute us. This supernatural forgiveness is only possible because we have been forgiven for all of our sins unto life everlasting. Dear friends, it doesn't really matter how old you are or where you live. You and I are one heartbeat, one heartbeat away from going home. Let our enemies come. Let them come with bomb or blade or bullet. For our Lord is the Alpha and the Omega, the one who is and who was and who is to come. And when he comes, every eye will see him. Even those who pierced him will gaze upon him. And all the tribes of the earth will wail on account of him and for us who are his children he will lay his right hand on us and say fear not it's over and a new day has dawned he will say come come you who are blessed by my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you for you from the foundation of the world thanks be to god amen and now let us pray the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.